Hello, welcome to the Gambit. I'm Solo Base 15. And I'm Zareth. Uh, the intent for this podcast is to discuss all things Grand Arena in the game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, first, let's do a couple introductions. Solo, why don't you kick us off? Sure. As I said, I'm Solo Base 15. I'm currently the leader of 50 Dead Men Ewokin. Uh, we're a member of the Ewokin family. I've been playing this game for about three years now. Uh, took a little break at the start. Stopped at level 59. Conveniently came back after ship started. And within a day, got into a brand new ship shard, which helped me as we'll talk about later. Uh, prior to this game, I was the leader of a competitive guild in the game Marvel Contest of Champions. So, Zareth, wh what's your background? Well, thanks for asking, Solo. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm the Territory War Officer of the same guild. We're guildmates, um, and so we've been collaborating a lot together, as we'll talk about later. Um, I've been playing the game for about two and a half years, um, and I, it's crazy to think that I've logged in every single day for every single um, <laughs> every single payout, all that stuff, for two and a half years. But um, before I started playing the uh this game i used to play a lot of tabletop miniatures like warhammer 40k warhammer fantasy war machine um, a lot of war apparently um and it's you know I, I used to actually play it super competitively i got super into it um i used to fly all around the country to go to grand tournaments um i even had a sponsor at one point so uh, i was really into it and at one point i had kids and uh kids cost money and I, I kind of just ran out of money to do that and so now I get to play some mobile games which is just as good uh, just as cool so um, <laughs> that's my background I really love the strategy aspect of pretty much any game I play you know if it doesn't have strategy I tend to lose interest real fast and I am right there with you which is why I love this game and why I love Grand Arena. So why don't we uh, get started talking about it a little bit? Uh, so Zareth, we've now basically finished our first full Grand Arena. What's something interesting that happened to you in Grand Arena this week? Um. Well, just uh, I guess in round one, this really just deserves a shout out, in my opinion, because it's never, ever going to happen again. But um, my Rex Wampa team ended up getting 11 defenses, and I ended up only losing Rex. And, you know, that's not like this huge condemnation on my uh, opponent. And I'm not even like bragging about how amazing my defenses are. Like, they're adequate. They're not, they're not like super high end necessarily, but... Um, I, I really like the fact that, um, you know, at the end of, at the end of everything, a lot of times it does happen every once in a while that Rex Wampa just like doesn't end up dying just because opponents run out of gas. And my opponent in this case, uh, used Padme against my night sisters and apparently my gear 13 spirit one shot their Ahsoka. Um, and so they ended up killing the, Padme team. Then my opponent threw Treya at the Night Sisters, and Treya died. So then they had to use Commander Luke against the Night Sisters. Took him out. 
but using three teams in a row, like three important teams against uh, my one night sister squad, just kind of made things go downhill from there. So um, that I thought that that was really interesting. Um, you know, my opponent obviously could have just quit after a couple attacks. 11 is just kind of gaudy. He could have probably kicked it up to, you know, like 70 if he wanted to be silly. But um, anyways, but what about you, Solo? What what kind of interesting thing happened during your uh, Grand Arena this week? Well, we've been doing this for how long? And I suffered my first tie this week. And I use the word suffered because I unfortunately had the lower GP. So not only did I tie, and not only did I tie somebody that's now playing in the finals, but I lost because I had the lower GP and no other reason. So (laughs) I'd say that that's both interesting and depressing. That's so hard. I mean, I would would rather just straight up lose, to be honest, you know, instead of tie, it's like... You're just like kind of left, you know, you can almost make excuses, but you don't want to because that's, that's not necessarily, you know, what you should do. But yeah, that's, that's not necessarily, I would always rather just lose. Then I can just openly congratulate my opponent and then I can mentally like start focusing on what I did wrong, you know, as opposed to like trying to justify to myself. Uh, uh, I didn't really mess up. I didn't actually lose. Right. It, It feels off like like you said i'd much rather have messed up and then been able to look at myself and say god why did you do that as opposed to i finished the round feeling really good and then end up losing oh yeah i mean i lose i i learned so much more from losses than i do from wins to be honest you know, a win, a win mentally, I'm always just like, oh, I'm good. I didn't mess up. Even if it was like my opponent just messed up and I got lucky that there's just some, right. some mental aspect to it that I, I don't want to, I won't mentally admit that there were issues, but if I lose, I mean, I, I have, I'm forced to admit that at least to myself. Right. Um, anyways, move, moving on, we, uh, one segment we're going to be discussing in this podcast every once in a while um, is our, uh, we both have alts, both myself and Solo, um, and they're pretty different, but they'll hopefully provide a little bit of different perspective on the game, uh, just so we have a different talking point, a different angle uh, through which to uh, approach the game, since both of our accounts are kind of um, you know, in the end game, and uh, you know, both of our rosters are very similar. Um, our alts though have different challenges that other people may appreciate. So, uh, Solo, why don't you kick us off? Can you fill us in on what your alt is like, what it's all about? Yeah, well, my alt is actually a higher GP than my main account. In fact, it is now the first and only 5 million uh, GP uh, account in our guild. Uh, my alt was basically set up by a person that enjoyed raids. Uh, he has one good set of mods, and he would just share that set amongst all the different raid teams. So what he did was he built up every raid team you can imagine to G12, and then every time we ran a raid, he finished first. 
Uh, I took over the account in April when he retired from the game because mainly I didn't want to have to replace our biggest account in the guild with TB. And so I've been running it ever since. I've been trying to improve the mods. I've actually doubled the amount of plus 20 speed mods. So I still have half the amount that my main account has. Yeah. The, uh, th- this account's interesting, though, just because I'm really hamstrung on what I can do. I've been finishing first in Fleet Arena since I can remember, and so I have more Zetas than I know what to do with. On this account, there's still so many basic Zetas that aren't done because he just never focused on fleets. And so I'm running without... The mods that I usually have, I'm running without the Zetas I usually have, and I'm trying to make it work the best I can. And uh, I actually just won the championships in this round of GA, though, with this account. So doing yeah, something that's, right. That's solid. Uh, yeah. So what about your all, Jareth? What uh, what's your all about? So my alt is uh, way different than yours, Solo. Actually, um, <laughs> I it's I think I just hit the one point six million GP mark, which uh, that's that's a pretty big deal because I'll be moving up to Division Six in Grand Arena, and I actually don't off the top of my head remember what what the cutoff for when I have to start placing six teams on defense is, but right now I'm only placing four, and actually I someone sent me something that showed me. I'm only, I'll eventually move up to five, then six. Then once you're six, then apparently CG thinks that we can just automatically transition to eight. Um, so I have four more teams just magically. Um, but I'm not in that place yet. I'm at 1.6 and um, the competition is just so different here. Uh, honestly, the um, the kinds of teams that you face daily are so interesting. It's like, everyone in grand arena it's like everyone has their one good team and then after that it's just a hodgepodge you know um i have my bounty hunters on defense and they always just die to whatever crazy meta team my opponent has and then my gear eight and gear seven and in some cases actually gear five uh kira team has never been defeated and that's the team immediately behind the Bosque team it's like the stone wall of kira it's it's amazing and like almost embarrassing for my opponents but then i also just threw a a zeta on emperor palpatine and that's like a gear 11 gear 10 empire team with badstila like four stars gear eight and that team sometimes dies sometimes lives but um Honestly, like that tandem in the front, no one has ever beat both of them that I know of. So, uh, <laughs> it's a it's kind of a fun team. Um, trying to figure out what what the next farm is going to be is just it, it's really fascinating at that level. So, um, I really like playing an alt just because it gives me interesting decision making i feel like sometimes at my current level with my main account i'm not actually um making that many decisions in terms of what i'm farming because i have every character farmed to seven stars and even though not everyone is geared or zated 
Um, I have all the important Zetas. I have all of the um, requisite gear for the good teams. And so when something new comes out, it's like, well, duh, I'm going to work on that. But with my alt, it's like, when exactly, when am I going to fit in time to farm the guys to get Jedi training Ray? Like, how important is she in the overall hierarchy of teams? Like, should I be working on Darth Revan right now, even though I'm probably, you know, way far away from getting Malak as well? Or, you know, those kind of decisions is uh, provide some interesting, some interesting situations. So, um, anyways, that's that's what my alt is all about. Um, and we can move on now. So uh, one of the things we're going to be doing, one of the segments in this podcast is going to be the faction of the week. And sometimes that's going to be like covering an entire faction if it's small enough, or uh, sometimes it'll just be like a specific team. We'll still call it a faction because um, we're lazy. But uh, this week is rebels and solo what what rebel team would you say uh did what what rebel team did you want to discuss this week well i think the most important rebel team when it comes to grand arena is the cls trio of cls raid han and original trilogy chewy um you know the one thing that we'll talk about a lot in this series is maximizing your banners while minimizing your opponent's banners and the cls trio will be able to undersize every battle they go into and i'm actually able to usually finish with full protection on the full team before uh before i kill off the other team which is great because i'm finishing with 62 banners in one fight and it, it really helps set me up for the rest of my fights. Okay. Uh, well, and that that's, uh, it's really interesting. Cause I, I just generally, I put them on defense, uh, you know, just cause they, they cause enough damage that it's hard for your opponent to regrow their protection. So a lot of times that's just like a, a quick five, five points of protection gone. And then the team gets wiped out or whatever. They never get defenses, but um, it's really interesting to use them on offense. Um, that's not something I typically do. So um, like what, what teams would you say are the best to target with CLS with just the trio trying to get the understrength uh, bonus? Well, you know, every GA I see, either Karth and First Order, Karth or First Order. I see some combination of the team. And uh, this CLS trio can take both of them out while getting 62 banners. And so, you know, I see one or the other of these teams now, and the first thought is, okay, this is easy. I send in the CLS trio and... I get my win, I get my 62 banners, and it gives me a little bit of a buffer because, you know, droids are going to be hiding in the back or, uh, you know, somebody that's going to steal some banners. So there, this CLS trio is there for both Karth and First Order, and it just makes short Well, and you have to wonder, quickly. I mean, so I think having 62 banners and being able to take care of one of those uh, squads 
without having any issues. That's that's a really wonderful thing. You have to wonder uh, as far as like weighing the the cost of that. Like so, you you're taking that on offense along with all your other good offensive teams, um, and and they're obviously not on defense when you do that. I, I just have to wonder. Um, you know, this is kind of a counterpoint. Not not that I'm really doubting that CLS is really strong on offense. I mean, I think that there's a lot of value to that. And ultimately, it's probably a better move, if I'm being honest. But um, I just have to wonder if, if, if you take the Commander Luke team on offense, like you're, ga- you're gaining an extra two banners and a win, you know, like you get 60 plus the two for undersize. But... Uh, like how many points are you uh, then not costing your opponent when they're attacking you? Cause you're putting in a lesser team on defense. Well, that all depends on the lesser team, I guess. Um, you know, I, I like you had CLS on defense for a long time because they are that counter team. It was CLS, Trio and Chase, everybody countered, everybody healed, everybody was a major annoyance. But I, I actually got my clones up and running to replace them, and I can say that the clones have gotten me defenses where CLS never did. So it, it really has been a net gain for me. Uh, you know, this is one of those teams that. It's a basic team. Almost everybody has them. And you probably can't go wrong either way you do it. Okay, so um, he's a great offensive choice. Um, but now what happens when you encounter CLS on defense, which uh, you and I were talking about it just recently, and it's like we never see Commander Luke on defense. But, um, I mean, I put him on defense, so... It, some people do. If you encounter CLS, what kind of counters are available? Well, uh, there, there's a couple. You know, my steady go-to is Jedi Training Ray, which I know isn't everybody else's kind of solution because it's a little more RNG involved. But I, I use Jedi Training Ray with L3 as the tank because she kind of shrugs off the debuffs and she's just so good. So she's one of the counters I would use. If you were to face CLS, who do you think you would use against him? <laughs> um, you know, I I don't know if I if I had him on offense, I might just think about doing the mirror match, honestly. But um, otherwise, one option that you always have that I don't really take advantage of this enough, but. Um, if you take Bastila as the lead, um, she gives your team a ton of protection. You know, you have to break her off of your Jedi Knight Revan team. But if you do that, uh, she can really counter a lot of different teams. Um, you know, and the Commander Luke team really thrives off of um, debuffs and uh, doing all the, you know, doing all that extra damage. And, you know, depending on what the team composition is, a lot of times you'll see Commander Luke without 3PO, in which case I think Bastila is probably a good counter. Um, you know, just because you're doing a lot of damage and it'll and her protection, the extra protection will keep you safe until you can take out the rest of the rebels. Um, if there's C3PO, that's kind of a game changer though, because then you start entering the realm of 
them trying to debuff you, um, you know, so much that they're just gaining insane amounts of turn meter from Commander Luke's leadership. Um, and then they just keep going and your whole team gets killed. So, um, but I think the Bastila is, is definitely workable in certain cir- circumstances. Yeah, and the old reliable, if you ever need to beat CLS to win your GA round, is Jedi Knight Revan will easily walk through him. Um, it's almost a direct counter. So if you're ever worried about beating CLS, use your Revan and just get through it if you can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's true. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, and, and really that can be said for a lot of the different meta teams. Um, you know, a lot of the times, if you're going to face Commander Luke, I mean, just off the top of my head, you'd think that it's like 50% of the time your opponent's going to put him in the back row just because um, 50% of the teams go there. Uh, it's no, no more scientific than that. <laughs> but um, If they're in the back row, though, you can kind of just, uh, once you clear the, all the front zones, you can kind of just see who's left. I mean... Treya, under a lot of circumstances, will counter Commander Luke. Um, you know, Jedi Knight Revan, Darth Revan, even if you have him on offense. Um, you know, I've even seen some comps where uh, Rex has legs. You know, Rex Wampa will take him out. So, um, really, I mean, it's a very killable squad. Uh, and that's probably why people don't put them on defense, because they can kill so much more on offense you get so much more um so much more out of them but i think that that's you know in general i think the two times that i faced commander luke in the entire history of me playing grand arena um which is from day one both times they were in the back zone and i just one time i threw uh jedi knight raven and the other time i did the mirror match so uh, just stuff to consider. Right. All right, so um, enough about CLS for now. Anyways, um, uh, something I wanted to talk about was uh, I heard that this last week you failed. What happened? <laughs> well, it's funny that you say enough about CLS because... Let me tell you, a team that CLS does not counter, uh, that team would be Padme. I got in my one round to the back zone. I ended up having to use my Jedi Knight Revan and Darth Revan teams in the front two zones. Uh, I get to the back zone, and there is an extremely fast Padme sitting there. CLS was honestly the best team I had left. And so I tried to take him in against Padme. I did bring in the full squad against her. I brought in uh, Churret and Baze because I figured Baze would be able to dispel any protection up she gained. But it was not enough. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) They had so much protection from Padme's unique that... uh, I failed, and I failed hard. Um, what about you, Zareth? Any uh, any fails on your end this week? <laughs> There's been plenty, uh, as usual. But, um, 
you know, I, I think that the, the one that sticks out of my mind the most. Um, so I, I've, I've been working on Phoenix lately and it's just like this, this horrible, painful experience, you know, it's like putting gear on them. It really sucks. It's pain. It, it just, it's like physically painful putting all of those carbs on, and everything on Zeb, you know, and then to make things worse, someone told me this nasty lie that they are actually really good with Zetas on them. Um, and they can counter a bunch of teams in grand arena and, uh, you know, maybe it's not a lie. I don't really know. Um, so far, my I've had some pretty mixed results, but um, one of those mixed results was uh, recently one of my my most recent Grand Arena. I had the option to uh, use Phoenix into first order, and that that is one of the teams that Phoenix can counter. If we're being honest, um, you know, it's an established counter, and I have all the Zetas. I, I've wasted all of my or I, I put all of my Zetas from July on Phoenix. So um, they're, they're fully Zated. And, um, you know, I won't get into all the particulars. It could take a while, but um, I could have chosen different teams to not put myself in the circumstance to have to use Phoenix in the first order. But uh, I kind of just like cavalierly just jumped on in against the first order team. And um, uh, they, they hit... Uh, they hit my Phoenix pretty hard and uh, they stunned a bunch of people right away. And um, then Hera died and everything just kind of went to hell. So um, it was, it was not necessarily the best circumstance. I, I, I did manage to like take out their, um, their KRU and first order officer, I think. So they didn't have a leader anymore. And I was able to actually, turn that circumstance into an advantage just in the sense that um, then I got an understrength win with bounty hunters later. But um, yeah, that, that was a huge fail on my part. I need to look at Phoenix's mods or watch more videos. Um, I also need to weigh the advantages. I took Ezra in that case. Um, I took Ezra instead of chopper, which I don't really know. I, people say that Ezra's better. Some people say that, uh, Ezra's actually kind of the odd man out in that team. So uh, I'll be exploring that more. I've invested too much in that squad to let the let them just go to the wayside. Um, but that was my fail. I, you know, I, I ended up winning the match, but it, it was un it was an unnecessary circumstance, you know, and that's, that's really something I want to talk about a lot, uh, both in this podcast and in my, uh, on the YouTube channel is um, just really focusing on, you know, choosing, making the right play on which teams are going to set you up, not only for success in the current match that you're in, but in the match that follows the, you know, even the unseen matches in the back, you need to be able to have enough gas to power through and get that full clear. And um, this is one example of me not really uh, following my own ideals or principles. Well, I, I think, um, you know, the one example for my fail and then the one example for your fail is normally I try and keep at least one Revan and two other extremely strong teams for whatever's hiding in the back. And on my fail, I didn't do that. Uh, and it sounds like that's what's going on 
with your fail. Oh, certainly. You know, it's hard sometimes to, you see the, you see the team that Jedi Knight Rev encounters perfectly and you just want to jump in and use that team right away. All right, Jared. So we've now talked about our GA rounds this week, but going into this week, what was it that you did to prepare for your GA? Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things. I'm always almost every decision I make in this game is based off of uh, something that's actually going to help me in uh, Grand Arena and uh, or Territory Wars. I mean, that's just those are the parts of the game that I really find interesting. So um, I did a few things um, first. My Rex Wampa team, I've I have always just really enjoyed Stormtrooper Han kind of irrationally. Um and he's hanging out on the Rex Wampa team. So um I had the opportunity to put gear twelve on him, which was uh not pleasant. His gear for his last two pieces are like two stun guns, or maybe it's like a stun gun and two gold balls. So painful, but I got him up there, and then immediately after that, Rex Wampa got eleven defenses. So I'm sure it was all Stormtrooper Han. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, and CLS keeps popping up here in the discussion, which is fun because he's like two years old without any kind of rework and he's still so relevant to this game. Um, but I finally got him up to gear 13. I managed to overcome my uh, laptop deficiency, the gear 12 plus laptops. So um, he's he's gear 13, you know, and, and Han and Chewie are next in line. They're just they the gear thirteen boost really does help them all quite a bit, um, you know. And Commander Luke is another defensive team for now. I think next territory war or Grand Arena, I'll probably branch out a little bit and use a different team, but uh, on defense. But one way or another, I mean, he's like two hundred ninety eight speed, which I mean, I know there's a lot faster ones out there, but it's fun. It's fun to have a really fast Commander Luke. So. I'm pretty jazzed about that. And then finally, um, I got Marauder up to gear 13. And that's, it's a tune that I don't really necessarily use in arena all the time. Um, or at least not up till now. I, I've been using him a lot now, uh, just cause my Darth Revan tends to be fast, but, um, I just wanted another option to be able to tackle teams when, uh, when my opponents have a faster Darth Revan and a faster Badstila, it, it can really be stressful trying to find a good counter for that level of team, just because if you just throw your team in there without any kind of plan, you can just get totally wiped out without even taking a single turn. And I don't know that Marauder is necessarily like the one answer to that. I I think that it's, uh, one element to answering that question. So that's, that's kind of, you know, that was the intent and he, he is super fun to use and his animation for his throw lightsabers is uh, one of the very best in the game. You know, my five-year-old is always asking me to use Marauder. Um, he's, he's a big fan. So um, what about you solo? You know, what, what kind of, things did you do to prepare for Grand Arena this week? Well, my, my thoughts on preparation were kind of similar to yours of I needed to have a better counter if I ran into a faster Darth Revan badge still a com- uh, combo. And so 
my focus this week was on my Grandmaster Yoda. I actually got him G13. I changed his mods out of the offense set that was on him. And I threw a speed set on him to get him up to 329. Um, that way I'd never have to worry about a faster Badstola again. <laughs> and then the second thing I was working on, uh, I wasn't able to get B1 to G13 before GA started, but I was able to get two of his G12 pieces on. Uh, actually, two of the G12 plus pieces. So I just have the finisher left. And, you know, he's one of those tunes that really makes a difference on that General Grievous team. So I'm excited to get him G13 before yeah, the next and, one. and B1 is absolutely on my short list as well. Um, and, you know, I, I actually really like your idea of putting Grandmaster Yoda fast if, if you have the mods to be able to support that action um, as a just-in-case, just because... I mean, my Yoda is like 69 speed and just decked out. He has like an offense arrow and he's he's kind of a mess, but he's fine because he's not in arena right now. So, you know, he, he does a ton of damage anyways. So, um, you know, but I think yours is probably going to be the most effective. I've started doing that in arena. There's one guy I just I can't beat without um, without some kind of intervention. And Yoda is that guy or, you know, whatever he is. So. Um, I think that's a great call on your end. Yeah, I, um, you know, I hate to split up the team, the Jedi Knight Revan team, but if it gets me through a Darth Revan team easier so I can actually get through the Darth Revan team, sometimes you just kind of have to... Oh, I totally agree. You know, I mean, last last batch of rounds for grand arena um i ran into a similar circumstance which prompted me gearing marauder up but um i i ran into that and i i must have spent about a thousand crystals just play testing different general grievous comps that i actually had available to use um just so i could potentially two shot the my opponent's darth revan team and i you know I, that's what i ended up doing and i got the win for it uh, thank goodness after all that investment, but um, then you don't have Grievous on defense either. So, you know, and Grievous isn't maybe the best team to have on offense. I mean, he will win, but at, with how many banners remaining, you know, his whole goal is to kill off his entire team, you know, sacrifice them for his own power and whatnot. So, um, anyways, right. uh, the next segment is something that we can't necessarily discuss without our listeners' help. Um, in our Discord channel, which we'll discuss presently, um, we are able, uh, we're going to be uh, asking for submissions from our listeners to be able to, um, you know, if you ask a question, we want to be able to talk about it on the show a little bit. So, uh, in terms of uh, what we have today, we don't really have any of that. But please, if you join our Discord, uh, head down to the questions from Discord uh, section and ask us something. And we may or may not answer it, depending on how um, awesome of a question it is, of course. But um, 
please just uh, go go check that out, and at the very least, go check out our Discord. Yeah, you know, uh, our Discord might just be getting started, but we've already started to have some good conversations. Uh, and as hopefully this thing grows, we're going to be adding more and more resources to it. So I, I think that's kind of a good transition for us. We're getting ready to wrap up this podcast. So, Zareth, where can we find you other than the Discord? Um. Well, first off, we we have a ton of different uh, things going on here. Um, not just this podcast, but we both have our YouTube channels, um, and you know where we talk about Grand Arena things mostly, um, some Territory War stuff, whatever. Um, but then uh, you can find the links to all of these things. By the way, the Discord, the um, YouTube, the counter sheet, which we'll discuss in a minute. Um, It'll all be in the description for this podcast. So um, if you're just listening to it, there should be some kind of link or a URL, something like that, that you can click on or copy paste. And, you know, you can join our Discord channel. Um, you can come, you can just search us on YouTube if for some reason the links aren't working. Um, I'm just Zareth spelled X-A-E-R-E-T-H and Solo is Solo Bass. Uh, 15 and uh, you can find our channels that way and then um, the final thing that I kind of want to discuss which I think is a great resource it's been really well received so far by the community at large um, like reddit I posted it on reddit and they didn't just tear me to shreds I got like a 98% upvote count and two golds which in that community is um, amazing <laughs> so um, anyways what why don't you discuss the counter sheet a little bit, Solo, what we're doing with that? Sure. What we have done is basically record all of our GA fights, and we broke it down on this Google document for everybody to see the team we fought, which includes the full uh, full members of the team we fought and the full members of the teams that we used to counter that team. And then the most important part is we have timestamped our videos directly next to it. So when you see, uh, you know, the Night Sister team that has Spirit, you look to the right, you'll see one of us used uh, Padme team to counter it. And then so you know how to actually use the counter, you can click on the link and you'll see how we used our team to counter uh it's so much better than you see a lot of these sheets going around that just has the leader and it says hard counter or soft counter but it doesn't tell you how it works where you need to be what you need to do so you actually get to see how to win your fight as opposed to who you should use and i think it's uh, it's a fantastic resource that even I will look at some of your videos on occasion to give me ideas if I'm struggling to think of a counter. Well, exactly. Like having, having just, uh, you know, two different people putting their videos on there and, um, you know, you're not always going to be in a circumstance where you can use Padme against nice sisters. You know, you might be a little desperate. You might've, uh, you might, you might just, who knows what your circumstances are. Um, but 
uh, let's say Padme goes into Nice Sisters and your system crashes and you're like, well, I still have to beat Nice Sisters, you know, or take a loss. How else can I beat it? You can look at the counter sheet and say, oh, well, if there's a bunch of examples of bounty hunters beating uh, Night Sisters. I have bounty hunters available. Why don't we just throw them in there and see what happens? Um, you know, it, it, it's a great resource to access no matter where you are. So if you're going to look at anything, that's probably the thing that you should look at after this podcast. Right. Oh, yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, and actually, incidentally, the um, the I've also put the Discord server information on the Google Sheets document as well. So, um, yeah, please check that out, guys. Um, and otherwise, I think that about wraps it up. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um I'm Zareth. And I'm Solo Base 15. Thank you, everybody.